You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 84. Episode 84. Okay, so we've uh, commented on it a couple times leading into other episodes, but the Isle of Capri pretty much got not, like wiped out by one of the hurricanes over in Lake Charles, uh, kind of the closest casinos to Houston, the Houston area. And it's opened by opening back up as the Horseshoe. And I usually stay at Caesars Properties, so very excited to be able to go there, play, get some extra points, make the Vegas trip a little bit cheaper, and really just have a you know kind of a new place to play. I I kind of like variety of going different places. Tyler, I know you don't give absolutely two shits. <laughs> yeah, I just know you like to drive. Yeah, I mean you love it. <laughs> so. Uh, so it opened Monday night. We could not make it out there Monday night, but decided to take a little road trip there Tuesday. Which is probably maybe the worst road trip of my life. I mean, it was just a horrible road trip for me. <laughs> it wasn't that bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> Separate cars. Yeah, you you got there a lot earlier. Uh, I wake up. I mean, we both uh, we both work nights. I wake up at like four o'clock or five o'clock in the afternoon. I like uh, but I'm like I haven't made like that huge fun like casino trip in a while where you're kind of like excited to go you get the road trip you know grab some drinks some snacks on the way there and you know all the excitement of going there so i'm like okay i don't really feel like it but i'm gonna muscle through it tyler tyler's over the already over there and go through it well it's five o'clock in houston so I mean, I'm gonna pick the busiest time I could possibly think to leave and go then. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, when I can go five miles, when I can start to go to Louisiana at five miles per hour, that's when I like to go ahead and leave. So get stuck in traffic, uh, stop, get some Chipotle because I just I'm going nowhere. Uh, so make this kind of long trip, not not super long. Uh, but get there, and I go and meet you and your mom over in Golden Nugget. Y'all, y'all are at the Noodle Bar. It's a uh, so go. Over, oh wait, I'm sorry. I get checked into a shitty hotel. I was about to say what? It's funny when I asked you. Why did you just get a free room, Clint? Yeah, I was like, why didn't you get a free room at Golden Nugget? I'm like, they don't know who the fuck I am. I mean, we do a poker podcast, man. They don't give a two craps about people who play poker. Uh. So, well, I I wanted to get, I'm a diamond over in Caesar, so I was like, well, I can get a pretty cheap, either a free or cheap room at the Horseshoe. The cheapest one I was going to get is 230 a night, and, and then it said it was sold out for that night, actually. Too good of a deal, yeah. Yeah, too good of a deal. So I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so I think about Golden Nugget, then I'm like, well, you know what, Lake Charles isn't that big, I'll just find a cheap hotel. And go there, and I mean, and so I get settled for the $65 days in, <laughs> which, I mean, very likely to get murdered in the parking lot, because usually days in at least have like the indoors where you go in, like the, like a hotel kind of, no, this is, I mean, everybody looked like they were going to kill you out in the parking lot. And I'm walking around with enough money to go in a casino with multiple buy-ins for at a poker uh, session. 
So I get checked into my snuggle room over there, uh, which, like I say, I'm probably going to die at, uh, and then go and then go and meet you at your mom at the Golden Nugget. So it's been a very, it's been a little bit of a tough start of the road trip, but I'm I'm excited. Like once I get to Golden Nugget, I'm psyched. Okay, I'm gonna go play some poker, go see this new poker room, and all that. So I go and meet you all over there, and then we're. Uh, and then you're like, well, we're gonna we're gonna play slots for a little while. Well, right, because my mom gets free rooms at the Golden Nugget usually for playing slots. And if we went with you to, if we went right to the horseshoe, cause we just left the horseshoe. We might not play at Golden Nugget. We come back. It might be too late. That was kind of the fear, right? Come back after playing poker four in the morning or something. Might want to just be done and not. I, it's odd. I feel obligated to play at the place that gives me the free room. It's a good way to get keep getting free rooms, I will say. It's gonna look, you are not going to keep getting free rooms if you don't play at the place you uh, get free rooms at. Right, at least a little bit. So then I figured, well, I might as well go and um, just play a little bit at Golden Nugget first. We really didn't play that long before um, I called you, right? Uh, before you called me? Yeah, and I told you I wasn't going to go. Oh, well, I mean, at this point, well, I was already at the horseshoe. Right. At that point. Like, so let's uh, let's go like on there. So we're playing a slot, but I hate to play slots. I mean, it just like I can't think of like and I know a lot of our listeners probably like slots. Tyler, you like slots. Uh, shit, more people that gamble like slots than any other game, and I get that. Not me. I'm just not my thing. So but I'm like, well, that's fine. I'll I'll get a, f- a couple, you know, free drinks. You know, follow you around. I'll, I'll put twenty bucks and and spend some and spend it a little bit, and then go around. Thing is, never got any free drinks. I'm dying of thirst because it's now been a while since I got there. So finally, we were at the get with deal at the deal, and I'm like, well, I do like to play craps. It's a ten dollar craps table. I'm like, let me go check this out. We go. I go there. The table is completely full. Could not get in a deal. So I'm like, well, let me go play video poker for a little bit, where at least I know well, I'll get a drink and do that, and then come back. And it's at this point probably been a probably been a little over an hour, right? Yeah, definitely. So I'm like, okay, well, it's been it's been late enough that I need to like came here to see this poker room horse at uh, the horseshoe. I mean, I have to sleep at the hotel at some point before. You know, tomorrow, and it's probably like 11, 11.30 or 12. So I'm like, well, let's, uh, I'm going to I told you and your mom, mom I'm going to go ahead and go to the horse show, shoe, and I'll just meet y'all there. So drive out to the horse show. And it's from the outside. So in, from the outside, you can't tell a lot of difference from the Alicaprian horseshoe, correct? I mean, it's like basically the same. It's just got a horseshoe on it. Yeah, it's just a different logo, right? Yeah. So, but I do go in there, and I will say, it is freaking nice in there. What what were your thoughts when you first went in there? I like how they brought it down to one floor. That was cool. Instead of having, like, the multi-floors on the gambling, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. It was very unexpected. I didn't realize, like, I didn't realize the amount of remodeling. I knew it would be a lot of remodeling, but I didn't realize that would be. So that was kind of cool. Did you come in on the side where, uh, in the old parking garage, uh, yes, I did. How cool is it where you could see the open water like that through the glass? That was really cool. Yeah, that was that was a, my big highlight. 
<laughs> uh, I like, like, every casino has its own feel. Like, it's kind of bright in there, which I actually do like that. I don't like, like, the kind of the dark, dreary, like, of that some do have. Uh, I just thought everything was remodeled. Everything looked really nice. And I was pretty pleasantly pleased until I went to the poker room, which looks very nice. And I see, like, it is now 11 o'clock, 11.30 maybe, close to midnight. And I see a couple people, she's like, the table's full, but there's only one table. Well, I go in, walk around for a little bit, come back, and there's three or four people cashing out. She's like, we got a seat. Well, I go there, and, every, like, there's only six people left, and they're all talking about leaving. <laughs> whoa whoa guys slow your roll <laughs> i'm like i just drove three hours for a one for a table a six-handed table that is breaking so i was very shocked at how little action it, i mean granted it is to be fair it is late on a tuesday night but if this is like after the hype of it opening <laughs> it's a really it was a really nice poker room i thought yeah, it's, I was very shocked that there was not more more action going on there, though. Uh, so I was kind of a uh, I was kind of disappointed in that. It's one of those things that I'm very. I, let's say I don't know how the poker room lasts, and I do know Golden Nugget closes theirs at two in the morning, but I just kind of figured with all the hype surrounding it, like there would at least be like two or three tables, kind of the excitement of that, but. I was, I mean, you want to talk about the, like, low-stacked, short-handed, shittiest game that broke within 45 minutes. <laughs> God, dog. So, that was, a uh, that was kind of my experience. I ended up, uh, playing, like, about an hour at the horseshoe <laughs> and getting in my car and driving back in what was one of the worst <laughs> storms of my life. Literally thought I was going to die multiple times. Uh... So that was the great road trip. On the good side, you got there earlier when people were there, so we actually got some hands from Tyler's perspective here on his uh, on the. Uh, well, tell me what what did you think of the uh, poker room in general? So when I showed up to the poker room, um, they didn't have any lists up yet, right? So I asked him. I said, "Well, I'm trying to get on the." Uh, the list for the one three is what I told him. What time did you get there? Like three in the afternoon. And there was there wasn't a game going. Oh, it was packed. Oh, it was multiple packed. tables. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Um, there was probably four tables, I think. Okay, full. Um, so I I go and sit down, and she says, or no, I don't sit down. I ask them, and they say, "Well, what game do you want?" And I said, "Oh, I want uh." Well, I said, well, what games do you have, just by curiosity? Right. I don't know what game I want yet. They said, all we have is 1-3. Yeah, very weird to ask what <laughs> game you want when there's only one game available. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, it's not like that's going to be the game for me then. <laughs> um, <laughs> so after a while, I wait, and I get on the list. Or I get on the list. I get on the table. The first hand I play, I get dealt pocket sevens. Um. You know, it's like someone makes it at that game. Someone made it like twelve or something, and you know the whole table had to see. Yeah, as most of these casino games are. 
the flop comes, everyone calls, queen, queen, seven. Okay, so you flop a boat. Yep. But this is not that big of a, sorry, it was limped around. Sorry, because this next bet would not make sense. Um, so it's limped around. I guess you overlamp it. I think I came in on the big blind, actually, even. Okay, and you just check it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and let's see. So then I bet 15. Uh, get one caller. You bet 15 on the flop. Yep, get one caller. Okay. On the t- the turn is a jack. Um. So before you even say what you do here, I'm assuming, like I would assume you probably bet big here because a queen is probably not folding and a and nothing else is calling, right? Yep, I bet forty. Okay. Um, he calls, and um, I was not in the blind. I was actually in position for this. Um. The river is a jack, so now my boat got counterfeited for anyone who has a queen or a jack. So the board is queen, queen, seven, jack, jack. No, you just named six cards. Queen, 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 queen seven, 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 jack, jack, not seven, seven, jack, jack. Oh, queen. Okay, so the flop is seven, seven, queen. You have pocket sevens. The turn is a jack. <laughs> you said it backwards, but... Um, queen, queen on the flop. Okay. With a seven. The turn is a jack. The river's a jack. Okay. So there's there's only one queen out there, though, right? No, it's a... Um... The turn is a jack? <laughs> the flop. Oh, the flop is queen, queen, seven. <laughs> I'm like... Talk... <laughs> hey, everybody. I have been working a crap load of overtime, and it's one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It is what it is, man. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I was like, are you messing with me? <laughs> I mean, I wish I was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so now, okay. So, queen, queen. It's, it's seven, queen, queen. Turn is a jack, river's a jack. So now any queen or any jack makes a bigger boat. Yep. <laughs> so as not ever, great for you. Not not for the guy holding sevens. <laughs> um, He checks it. I just... I'm just like, well, I obviously lose everything I wanted to call me, and now I lose. So I check, and he has a queen. Yeah. Queen that's... nine or something. What a shitty run out for you. Oh, yeah, it was. And that was pretty expensive for me. Um, let's see. I did have one hand where... Okay, well, you're going to hate this. I usually do. You're going to... I mean, let me have... you are going to hate this hand i mean i have I've, no I've doubt told you this hand i started typing in this but never mind oh my god <laughs> so after that hand i get dealt eight six of clubs okay i make it 20 from what position um not early uh, where was i i was about late position not like the hijack a little bit later um I don't remember. I know that I had like three people after me to act. I mean, not the worst. Okay, I got you. Um, I instantly get raised to 60. Another guy calls the 60. Um, Everyone else folds. It gets back to me. What do you do here? Uh, How deep are (laughs) y'all? Well, after my losing debacle, not that deep. But... um, (laughs) Mm. 
probably like, um, let's see. So I lost 45. So probably like four, four, no, like three fifty. I think this is a fold. It is. So I called and then, (laughs) um, so then the flop comes eight, six Jack. I hate you. (laughs) So naturally I check it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I agree with that. Another guy checks it. Then the other guy bets a hundred. Eight six jack. Uh, what's what? Uh, they is it a mon- like how? What's the board? Is it a flush draw out there? Yes, there's a flush draw out there. To me, this needs to be a raise all day. I shipped it all in. I do. Um, I do like that you did that. Um, the other guy folds, and then the original razor just snap folds because he was bluffing. Okay. I mean, this is one of those that I love how you played this after the flop. Because when you when you raise this, his bluffs are still beating you. And they're just snap folding. And you're winning eight high versus a uh, hand that's beating you. Uh, and, wait, I'm sorry, you have two pair. Uh, but there's enough draws that you're not, that you're, uh, what is what I was thinking. Is that you're there's enough draws that you don't always have two pair here. Right. Uh, you yes. you'll you'll because you're gonna do this with your good flush draws. You're gonna do this with your good kind of combo draws. Your open ended straight draws, maybe especially with a club in your hand. Uh. So yeah, or a uh, backdoor flush draw. Yeah. Uh. So I I thought you play. I think you played this very well. That's the spirit. Uh. <laughs> uh, like I don't love the the pre flop action, but once the pre flop is done, I thought you played it on the flop very well. Well, here's where my one of my this session starts to take a turn for the worst. I get dealt Jack ten the flop. Um, I'm sure like everyone calls. I raised like fifteen. Everyone calls. The flop is eight nine queen monotone. Oh sorry, not monotone. Sorry, sorry. Rainbow. My bad. Misread my thing. Eight nine. Talk about yeah. Mess up. <laughs> yeah. Monotone yeah. to rainbow. Yeah. Wait, and what do you have? Jack ten for the nuts. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. I bet big there's two callers. Um, the turn is a jack putting a four liner. Anyone who has a um, 10, obviously that's a straight with me. Kind of a shit. It's a pretty shitty card. But I really was like, well, I block one of them. Should I really be slowing down here that much? Is what I was thinking. I bet. Uh, I don't think you should. I think this is still a bet. I think it's a, whole, a bad card, but you're still beating a lot of two pairs and stuff. I bet 50 the guy ships it on me for 86. Well, um, snap call. I mean, yeah, the other guy folds. He has king 10 for the king high straight. Good God. <laughs> wow, that's a... Uh... I mean, talk about a horrible... I mean, I don't know. Uh, that is one horrible turn card. Because I literally was like, well... I mean, if you have a 10, we're, we're chopping, hopefully, you know, and then... If not... I mean, I should be ahead, I would think. So I was thinking. He's like, no, we're not chopping. I have king 10. I was like, okay. oh my god. Um, so that was sad. Uh, <laughs> let's see... What did you feel like the game was like in general there? Did you feel like it was a pretty good game to be a part of over there? 
The first game was okay. It was mediocre. The table broke me combined with a different table. That game was amazing. Okay, I was kind of curious. I mean, you saw more of the action over there than I did. Mm-hmm. So, and I was uh, I was kind of curious of just what you thought of the action over there. Oh, man, I had a nasty uh, hero call against some guy who was bluffing a bunch. He, uh, the board paired, and I had third pair with a pair of eights. I mean, you, I mean, dude, you. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, I mean, the I moral mean, of the story you, is. Yeah, this, because, I mean, this makes zero sense, the way you're about to tell this story. Uh, I only wanted to give you the highlight of it, but, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I bet 15, or this drunk guy bets, like, 20. Everyone calls. Okay. I mean, I flop one pair with a straight draw, or I flop a straight draw. He bets big. Wait, I, what? You have pocket eights? No, uh, jack eight. Okay, you have you have Jack Eight suited. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm not, I'm not certain <laughs> I believe that now. Okay, but he bets he bets twenty, and how many to the flop? Uh, like seven. Oh, everyone. good God! I okay, mean, that's sort of the one thing at these games. Literally, everyone called every bet all the time. I can I Pre-flop. definitely agree with that. Didn't matter if you bet 15, 20, 25. Everyone's calling. Okay, and what was the flop? Let's see. So it was definitely nine, ten, then like a low card, like a deuce. Okay, so you flop open, flop open ended. Okay, yeah. Turn is an eight. So then I hit my one eight. Right, that really didn't improve me that much. Did anybody bet on the flop? Drunk guy bet. Drunk guy went through four k and. An hour, so okay. drunk he I bets. Bet. You obviously just call. You don't just call. Yeah. Okay. Heads up now. Okay. It's so weird how many people call those big bets pre-flop just to fold them on most flop bets at the casino. That's the one thing I did notice. That's kind of weird. Well, I think you should on like multi a lot of multi-way pots. Let's get back to this in a minute. I'll finish okay. this handout first. Gotcha. That is an interesting thing. But um, so I turn a pair after calling a flop bet. He then blasts the turn. Okay. I'm like, well. I guess I have more. I mean, sure, I've turned equity. I call. Okay. Um, the river pairs the nine. Okay, so now you kind of end up with a shitty two pair. Yeah. Uh, Jack eight. Is there an over card to the nine? Mm, the oh, ten, wait, right? Jack, oh, wait, okay. Ten? It was Jack. You have Jack eight. It was nine ten for the deal, and then you turn the eight. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Was there? What was what was the flop? It was nine ten. What was the like a card? deuce? A deuce. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, kind of weird. Was he the one who raised it pre-flop? Yep. So nine. It's unlikely. So I mean, basically, he has a. It's very hard to play against people who are making no sense with their bets because he could have a ten here. Uh, well, I guess I guess what it would be is what does he bet on the river versus over pot, over pot? Yeah, like pot, like almost more than a little bit over pot and a half. Pretty dicey. I snap called, turned my cards face up. He was did not know what to do. He had jack high. Good call. I mean, I, I I don't mind this hero call either. This is a, I mean, you have pretty good reasoning here. 
I mean, what's the nine? The the nine on the turn really helped. I assume the nine on the river kind of helps you make this call, right? Yes, and that I, he's been bluffing all his money away over and over again really helped. Okay, well, I mean, in that case, <laughs> yeah. you kind of just gotta you kind of gotta go with it at some point. Yeah, well, it's weird because it's like he would win big hands whenever he had it, but then he would just dump off. Just, I mean, all the money. It was a great game to be in that game. If you're at that table, you're having a great time. I can see that. But that is one thing I was going to go back to. At the casino, that was basically the last interesting hand from that session. Okay. But um, And I ended up profiting $10. There you go. Don't get your, don't get your head too big, man. <laughs> um, but that is one thing you, I do notice at the casinos versus the poker rooms. Everyone calls everything pre-flop, it seems like. Even if you raise a 20, it seems like everyone's calling all the time at the night games or afternoon games. Uh, Yeah, I would say, like, almost all my bets for the hour I was there were called multiple ways at those. Which, I mean, it's fine. I mean, okay, you're win. like, a lot of people are going to get frustrated but it really shouldn't change your win rate. If you're playing good pre-flop hands, you still have the advantage. But you do have to play it. Like, this is why you're like, well, a lot of people call just to fold on the dare. Well, multi-way, once it gets more and more multi-way, the more you kind of have to play it straight up, right? Oh, no, 100%. Um, but what I found also interesting was that really makes it kind of difficult to play at times. These pots get so big so fast when everybody calls a big, like a $15, $20 raise pre-flop. Oh, I mean, I had one that was uh, really made it a hard one to play. Uh, pocket 10s, and I 3-bet to 55. Mm -hmm. uh, and then three people call. I mean, not a deep stack table either. Well, I mean, it's now 210. Well, the, the under the gun leads out for 50. <laughs> and it's a king high flop. I mean, kind of. A, I mean, makes it can put you in a weird spot because you probably need to defend here. But if there's three people in there, they all called your preflop bet. Now they're leading into you. I just ended up folding. I mean, probably the right move was it? it sounds like the I, right I move. don't know. He was like I learned later. He was betting at a lot of stuff. Uh, but that being said, I mean, early position, betting 50 into three people with a king high board. E even for someone who's betting into a lot yeah. of stuff, I mean, I, it seems like you should. I mean, it seems like you'd have some. You seems like you have a king there so often. I mean, or at least someone would. I mean, I don't know. Like, let's say he's bluffing. Mm -hmm. Still doesn't mean that the people behind you have nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, there was only one, one folded and one was behind. Oh, okay, me. okay. So, but it was a, uh, I don't know. It, you, but you're right. These these multi when people call these multi way bets and inflate the pot, like it definitely puts a lot more variance into the game that you're playing, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. That's basically as well put as you could put it. The. Uh, no, especially the, especially like I've noticed the when you get multi ways on the three bet pots, it it's just insane. It seems like, yeah. Uh, I had a that was my big problem when my last Vegas trip, and I will say, I mean, whenever it happens, I mean, because the three bet pots already get so big, but then when your net your normal three bet is like fifty to sixty, and now you got two people in there, 
well, now you're looking at your pop being 180 after the flop. I mean, usually your SPR is so low that, I mean, you're damn near all in almost with anything. Exactly. But this session gets way more interesting for you. Oh, really? I go back in the morning and play. Okay. And what time in the morning? Uh, I'm just more curious on like what what action's going when there. Oh, I can tell you exactly. 10.30 in the morning. Well, there are a couple tables? One. Okay, better with than one, me. With one seat open. Okay. And then as soon as I sat down, four people on the list right behind me. I mean, apparently, it's weird because in Texas, like in our Houston... Like all the all the poker rooms kind of get started like around seven eight o'clock, whereas it seems like in Louisiana, right? I mean, around eleven or twelve, everything's dying down, and I mean, like the games are actually going at like the middle of the day. Yeah, hundred percent. So I don't know. It was just kind of an interesting tidbit. Okay, so here's a hand for you. Where I want to see what you would do. Um, guy makes it sixteen. One guy calls. Next, it's on me. I have pocket jacks. What do you do here? Oh, I'm I'm three betting this all day. How much are you three bet to, approximately? Are you what position are you in? I was third to act, right? God, you're still pretty early. Too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so fifty. I would probably make it about sixty-five. Nice. That's what I made it. Okay. Nice. Um, I then get four bet to two hundred. Immediately. Everyone folds. It's back to me. What do you do here? What was the position of the guy? Was it uh was it, it a small blind or big blind? No. Um it was right right after I made it fifty five or sixty five. I think I just fold here. I mean, so in my, here I'll give you my theory on why I'm folding. Okay, so I don't think pocket tens are ever doing this. I think there's times ace king won't do this. Uh, I think aces and kings will always do this, and queens might sometimes. So when I'm thinking like ace king sometimes, queens sometimes, and ace aces and kings will always do this. I think I run into like. I just don't know if I can do this profitably. I do think there will be ace-king every now and then here. Mm-hmm. I call. It's hard to fault it. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, like I, I agree with my theory, but, I mean, it's not the worst. Okay. Um, the flop comes 9-9-6, nine, nine, two hearts and a club. This is kind of like shitty feeling for you, right? I check it to him. It is. He bets 200. How much do you have? Three fifty. So I mean, it, this is now. <laughs> this... I remember. I remember you going like over this with me, and I was like, I don't think I fold. I don't think I fold the pre-flop. But I think if you get here on the flop, you kind of have to go with it. Um, I ended up jamming for three fifty because I'm never folding the one fifty behind. Correct, yeah. Um, he snap calls. Uh, turns a brick, rivers a brick. He has ace-king. Very well played. I was pumped. Yeah, I don't... Look, that pre, the pre-flop, I think it's very close. Uh, 
I do, but I mean, once you get there on the flop, I mean, you're just you. Uh, I mean, you're just there with it. Well, and here's the thing: I had been three betting a lot because I've been getting good hands. Right. So this probably looked suspicious. What I was thinking too. I think that comes into a play a big amount. So, and it definitely seemed like a player who I don't want to say knew what they were doing, but definitely knew that I was three betting a lot for compared to everyone else at the table. I think that comes into play a lot too. I think your live reads on how you're being perceived at the table and the person doing it are probably really good in the situation. More of that to come. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's like, I might be a genius. <laughs> um, then I get ace king all in pre flop versus pocket sixes for $125. He flops a six. I lose $125. Uh, um, here's an interesting hand for you. I have ace king under the gun. I make it um, 20 because I didn't want to see this with everybody. Okay. Um, only one guy calls. The flop comes ace, queen, Nine. Um, I bet 40. And he calls. The turn is a three, changing nothing, bringing no draws, no flush draws, right? Right. He donks 100 into me. This is such a strong move. Well, and here's my thing. is like, this was not the action player I just called with Jax. This is not the drunk guy who has told me the same story three times, right? This is a guy who's been playing almost no hands to my right and just, you know, commented on that Jack's hand when I called that pocket Jack's uh, basically for all the money versus Ace King, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, I told him, I said, normally I would just snap this all in and just be done with it because he put 100 off. So we had 200 behind. Right. And I tank forever, and I'm like, um, well, I told him I'm so like so strong here, um, and then I end up mucking. I told him I'm gonna put a monster in the muck. I guess. Um, what was the pre-flop? Okay, like you bet twenty, and then and then he just calls, so it's not a three bet pot. Correct. So, so now we can rule out. Well, uh, I don't know. Like, even tens. I mean, I think a lot of these people call, these tight people, oh, 100%. are not three betting tens. Well, I guess we'll, we'll, so we can rule out queens, basically. Queens and aces. Because I think they call with ace queen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is one that I'm not certain. I mean, you, you, we talked about the sand a little bit. And I think the EV is going to be so slim on positive versus negative versus what you do here. Cause I think a lot of people are gonna be like, this should be a snap call. But how often when there's a super tight player, they call your flop bet and donk into the turn, is this not a super strong hand? Um no hundred percent oh, man, but it's not even a you know, call the, you know, as an all in for me, basically. Right. Cause I mean, I'm never folding. Was there a flush draw? The, the three brought a flush draw available, but there was none on the flop. Though. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure that anybody's going. With, like, I was about to say or... these old, like, I mean, it was the, like basically your stereotypical old man coffee literally had a cup of coffee. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe like a, like a super big combo draw, like Jack Ten suited with a open ended with a straight draw. I mean, open end. I mean, open ended with a flush draw. But it seems like if they were going to do that, it would have been the flop. I mean, this seems like once a call, and then to inflate the pot so they can bet the turn into it. Yeah. Um. So I fold. And I asked him if I made a bad fold. We asked, well, what'd you have? So I guess that alone, I mean, like I said, I don't know if he was telling the truth, mm-hmm. but he said he had ace jack there. Okay. I mean, and I, I mean, like I was telling you, I think this is still could be a good fold. It's one of those things where we can't judge it just on this one instance. I mean, we're not, if you're calling all the, if you're not folding some hands where you're, where uh, you have the person beat, then you're calling off everything and you're giving just insane amounts of value. Uh, I I will say this. I'm not sure if it's the correct fold, but I don't think it's a bad fold. And the more I think about it, the more I think he might have been lying to me about that hand. I mean, he made no other moves after that that whole time I was there. I don't know. Seemed like he might have just been telling me. It's very possible. I mean... Unless I see the cards, what they say could be anything, right? I mean, for someone who's super tight, it seems very weird that you would lead ace-jack here for a big bet. That's what I thought, yeah. Uh, I mean, those players are usually more timid. Like, you might would call, but it just seems weird to lead into something where the only thing that was calling you would be beating you. I mean, obviously, because if you're folding ace-king there, then almost everything is being... You know, it's either aces, tens, uh, nines, or like a two pair. So I, I don't know. It, like the more you, t- t- I can't, you're kind of selling me on that. I'm not sure you had ace jack in the first place. Yeah. Um, and then this is this is joyous. Right after that hand, right after that hand, I get dealt pocket sixes. Okay. Um, and it's one of those ones where, you know, everyone, my mom wanted to leave, and I was like, you know, I'm up quite a bit now. Uh huh. It's like, you know, we could leave, you know, if I get this text message, you know, two minutes earlier, this hand never happens. God, um, these, these shouldn't, but these tilt me so bad. I get dealt pocket sixes immediately after I open it up to like 20, everyone calls, the flop comes queen six, like three with two hearts. Okay. I bet big, um, like, I think I bet like four. 55 and then i get instantly everyone folds goes back to um like the guy on the button he makes it like 200 and then everyone folds back to me i make it i go all in he snap calls he has a set of queens to my set of sixes oh god <laughs> to lose a 500 dollars pot or sorry <laughs> over a thousand dollar pot oh man that is god awful I mean, I, like the minute he goes, the minute he re-raises you, it's a really tough spot. Cause yeah, I'm thinking not that you're not ahead, but I was like, well, even I mean, when you're about to leave, you don't really want to be gambling with a flush draw, <laughs> even it, regardless of if you're ahead or not. So it's like, well, it just seems like yeah, I'm a, like I'm calling this all off, and then it seems like I'm just seeing a heart every every time, but. uh Oh, God, what a horrid beat. <laughs> Didn't turn a river six, if you can believe it. 
And yeah. you know what was weird? They had this weird promotion going where like certain full houses get paid $200. Hmm. I flopped quads and got nothing. That is super weird. So got no money too. But <laughs> uh thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, speaking of you speaking of that makes me think we probably need to keep an eye open on this cuz like I say, it was not getting that much action, especially at night. I'm wondering if they start throwing way more promotions out at that poker room to try to like bring up the volume. Someone was saying that they're going to have a big tournament coming up. That would be interesting because they have the room to do it and stuff. So okay, like I'm, I think it's something we like, you know, kind of keeping up with the Houston poker community, kind of keep up with that to see if you know that's uh something that they use to kind of get that room going more. So now I have the hand of the session for you. Well, you're definitely hand of the session. Okay. Two hands left, but it's the hand of the session. Um, I get ha- I get dealt pocket eights. Um, I make it twenty. Drunk guy to my left, who's now run to my left, makes it a hundred. Everyone folds. His friend though, calls the hundred back to me. Okay. I call. I mean, I, 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 even from this part, I don't, I do not like this call. Uh, oh, it's going to get way dicier before it gets better for you. Um, (laughs) so the flop comes queen high. Um, what would it be? So it was queen, uh, that'd be nine. So seven, six. Queen seven six. Okay. Uh flush draw? Um, yes. Okay. Uh everyone checks. Not the okay, not the worst flop. Oh in there. Okay. Give me a give me a turn. The turn is a ten. But so on a different suit, right? So it doesn't complete the flush draw. But the okay. only thing it gets there is seven eight. Okay. And or sorry, eight nine, eight nine. Okay, which you are brought blocking. Right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, what draw is completed? Like, hold on, let's try to figure this out. I check the guy who raised me preflop checks. His friend though bets two hundred, I believe. And I was like, what could he have that would do this? And then I was like, well, I think he's probably making a move at this pause. What I was thinking in the moment. Because I was like, I blocked the nuts. Um, the flush draw is still there. Maybe. I call. The guy behind me folds. The turn is kind of a disaster turn. Or sorry, the, the river is kind of a disaster river. It's a jack. So now ace-king is a straight. Yeah, and ace-king would play exactly this way, too. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um... He basically puts me all in. Uh, I had like maybe 50 bucks behind. Uh, <laughs> so I basically sit there and think about it for a while. His What was his bet exactly? Uh, probably close to like 300 if I had to guess. On the river? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically almost all my money. But did, did you lie to me when you were telling me the first, t- the first time? Uh, no, I got when I was reading the notes. I just reread them. It was way bigger bet. Like I told you when I was coming up the stairs, it was a bigger bet than I told you. 
Oh, you said it was a bigger bet on the turn than you told me, not the river. No, it was a bigger bet. The oh, whole you, thing li- was... you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You lied to me because you knew I was going to flip a lid on this. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a very big bet. And I was like, well, this has gotten very dicey very quick. Um, but I'm basically getting infinite to one, as I told you. Uh... <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, okay. T- t- let us know what you did there. <laughs> I stood up to leave, tossed my chips in to call, and got ready to walk away. And he turns over ace high. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this, this is the most insane hand I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I got to sit back down. <laughs> with a gigantic pot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I just hate everything you did in this hand. I think this is a it was a call where you got so lucky. Uh, Live read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he ends up having ace nine, if I remember right. Yes. So I remember the first time you're like, yeah, a hero called pocket eight on in a three bet pot where it was ten jack queen. <laughs> and on um, was right. I was like, God damn, you're dumb. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> the other guy folded pocket tens with a river to set. God damn. <laughs> It's a, uh, so I, I hate the pre-flop call. I mean, cause it, what it is, it's a hand where if you don't flop a set, you're going to be in a horrid spot like you were. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted you made the best of that horrid spot, but it's a, uh, I, I would have missed value. No, I w- <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I should have gone in for my other 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> the, uh. I prefer playing players like this on, like, kind of like a bigger Broadway. Well, I guess y'all are deep enough to justify this almost here. Yeah, because everyone was deep. Yeah. His friend was uh, almost as deep as him, so. And he covered, they both covered me, so. Uh, so, it's, I mean, if you flop a set, it's huge. Problem if you don't, it's very, it gets very dicey very quickly. As you saw. I yeah. Heard. Uh, I wish you were there for that. You would have liked that. I mean, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> I would have lost my shit. Uh, I do like your analysis that once it flops through, that nobody has a queen. Once it checks through the flop, yeah. Yeah, once it checks through the flop. Uh, I thought that was a heads-up read on your part. The 10 coming in. Uh, it was definitely not 10. It was um, the jack. Remember, okay, I, you said it was a 10 when we were doing the podcast, but you told me it was a jack beforehand. Well, no, because you said, like, just on this podcast. The 10, like, he would have rivered a, a set. Remember? The guy folded pocket 10s. Okay, just now you said it was a Did 10. I, I, on the okay, turn. said it backwards. Okay, yeah. It's a, because uh, you said 8, 9 would have made a straight. It would have been the nuts at that point. Mm, that's right, that's right. So it was the turn yeah. is a jack. Yes, or, yeah. Okay, so the turn to Jack. This I mean, is such a big bet into this pot. Like, I do agree that you. That a lot of times this is the guy stealing this pot, maybe. Uh, so now at this point, it becomes kind of a... Now it's 200 to win 500. Uh, this is kind of a weird spot. I, but, I mean, there are going to be Jacks here. A good number of time. I mean, it's not like it's not like a blank, like a two or three, right? Definitely not. So, I mean, we are gonna see like King Jack, Ace Jack, Jack Ten, Jack Ten, uh, 
so and I mean along and now there are some hands you are beating here like king ten and stuff like that that make a lot of sense. Yeah, not on the river though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a hard time getting behind. I guess I can kind of see this call here, but I mean, there is a certain point on what are you putting all these players on when there's two when there's queen jack out there and you have pocket eights with these big bets. Uh, so you call. I'm. I don't know if I can get behind it, but I can kind of see your point on not ha- on the guy not having a queen very often. Yes, and those two guys are friends. Like they literally were in the same hotel. Like they drove right. up together and stuff. So I figured once he made that big bet and I called it, I knew the guy behind me was folding. Okay. Once you told me that, I could get behind that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I also thought. Once his friend checks, he then knows his friend has nothing. And that's why I knew he was making a play move for the pot because he, uh, his other friend was drunk betting everything. Yeah. Uh, you had to be there. And then, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So the river's a 10. Yes. And now everything that you possibly thought that you were ahead of could have been ahead of on the turn is now fucking there. Yes. Uh, I can't name one hand in the world that you... I mean, Ace Knight is the most random <laughs> hand for this guy to have that you are beating. Well, but the turn did bring in a flush draw, like I said. Okay, I mean... So he could have been betting that, like a backdoor flush draw? With what cards? That's where you get hung up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but... Well, they were ace nine, but <laughs> Tyler's like ace nine, exactly what I was targeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And just I don't know how how he made the river bet. I figured he was bluffing and called. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. This is this is this, I, I just don't get how in the world. But I won't say I like the call in the long run. But I will say. Good call in that exact <laughs> moment, in that exact situation. Uh, if you had been wrong, I would have torched you so bad. Uh, you were right this time, so you get away with it with a big pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and then here's the final hand to note. Um, I have my chips in the rack. I tell them, you might as well give me another one if I hear playing out of the rack. It's good luck. I get dealt queen four, suited. Couldn't be luckier than that. I flop a backdoor straight draw with the four, but I flop a queen high flush draw. And one of these, not the guy I folded ace king to, but his friend over there, actually starts betting pretty significant amount of money. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Okay. We He bets like 50 bucks. Um, Sorry, he bets like 35 first. And then I call on the flop. And it's heads up. Turn is the king of hearts, giving me the second nuts. He doesn't slow down. Keeps betting. Bet's pretty big, too. This was like probably like 65, 70. I call the um, rivers blank. Doesn't pair the board. That's all that matters. Not the ace of hearts. Right. He checks it to me now. And I'm like, do you go for value here when everyone of these old man coffees is betting all of a sudden, gigantically into you. Yes, a hundred percent. This is uh. Well, I mean, you have the mate. You have second nuts with the flush, right? Yes. 
Oh, I mean, you 100% go for value here. Uh, I overbet. Uh, like, I guess I want to overbet. I bet 200. Significant bet. Yeah. And he calls. And I'm good. I'm so happy. Yeah, 100%. It's a, uh, I mean, especially when he checks the ri- uh, the river to you. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you're going to get value from all the other, fl- all the flushes. Probably, probably two pair uh sets i mean just so much in the world i mean and you know what if you somehow get re-raised there then at that point you have to just deal with what happens and go from there yeah so yeah and end up booking a 190 dollar loss uh for how bad you i was pretty impressed with how well you played whereas it seemed like well i didn't love the pocket eights uh but that being said I thought you played very well, and what, if you did not play well, would have been much bigger losing sessions. No, 100%. I mean, I forgot to even tell you about that the first hand ride pocket aces and river to set to his river straight, but we've already run past 50 minutes, so. Oh, okay. I mean, this is basically the moral story. He flopped open-ended. My ace gave him a straight. Just an just a actual river card right Yeah, there. 100%. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully next time you go to the horseshoe. You can play a little. I mean, <laughs> so. I mean, you want to talk about these sat? I mean, because I, I am someone I like to travel. I like to see different poker rooms and stuff like that. I was so excited, <laughs> and it could not have been. And I'm not saying anything about the horseshoe. The room is very nice. I hope to see it succeed. It's a very nice room. It's not like I don't like the Golden Nuggets room. I won't lie. It's a uh, not my favorite. Like this one room, I really do like. And I hope it it does well, and I hope it succeeds. But God Almighty, it was just a shit experience for me. Uh, on an off poker note, did you go see the Golden Nuggets poker room when you were here? I uh, I told you I was going to go to the Horseshoe, and then I was like, while I'm here at the Golden Nugget, I'm not coming back. I should at least go and look. The one thing I did think it was cool is the sports book next that's, to it. That's what I was super look, look super cool. That's what I was going to bring up if you got to see that. Uh, that looked pretty awesome. Uh, I did feel like they needed to label the poker room a little bit better if I didn't know it was there in the sports in the DraftKings sports book. But yeah, the DraftKings sports book though, super cool. I was super impressed by that. I thought that looked really nice. Uh, I just don't like I don't like that their poker room. And now I made the suggestion at the table, and these people just hated me. I was like, why don't they just knock out part of the wall there instead of being in this little fucking room at the Golden Nugget where, I mean, you could now look into the sports book, see what's going on, see the TVs and all that. It's like, it'd be too loud and all that. I don't know. Wear headphones. I I mean, it is... It looks like the shittiest experience when I walk into one little one room with one with a couple poker tables in it, and you are just boxed off from the rest of the casino. Yeah, I don't know. I do think that they could do it better, but I don't mind it if I win. Since I lost, I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of there are a lot of people who rather be separate. I'm just not one of them. Like poker's. Poker, when you are card dead, can be boring enough. I don't need you to put it in a room where there's nothing to see or anything to do. Right. Like, have you ever been to prison? Just walls? That's what you get, Clint. <laughs> yeah. Just walls. You're like, do I get TV with volume? They're like, oh, no. No, no, no. You don't get TV with volume. Not at all. <laughs> That's exactly how it feels to me. So, I guess on that note, this concludes Tech Talker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>
That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time and we'll see you next week.